Processes and tools dominate today's Agile discussions, but we are devoted to the individuals and interactions that make it work. From the beginner to the veteran practitioner, we have something for you. Welcome to Agile for Humans. All right, we are still at the Ohio State University at the Path to Agility Conference. Joining me now, Justin Browder and Brian Sheff of Axia Consulting. Guys, how are you doing? How are you enjoying the conference? Excellent. Great. How are you? Great. So you guys are speaking. Is this your first speaking engagement for or at an Agile conference? Uh, no, so it's our first one together. Um, this is our first one as a duo, and we actually just walked out of our engagement about 30 minutes ago. Great. So what message did you guys bring to the Path to Agility? Um, so from my angle, really um, what we wanted to talk about was project managers and developers on the Agile team specifically. Um, some of the stereotypes there that we all know exist, and we wanted to acknowledge those. Uh, make fun of them a little bit, make fun of each other a little bit, make fun of ourselves a little bit, uh, and then find ways that we can bridge those gaps so that we can uh, find commonalities and make each other better. So what is the secret sauce behind getting PMs and devs to, to play nice? So if you give me one word, I think I'd say empathy. Yeah, I yep. think almost everything ends up concluding there. Yep. And that seems to be the common thread as you walk through all these different practices and no matter where in the minutia you are, if you're talking about how you perform and execute a stand-up, how you track stories, it tends to be putting yourself in the other person's shoes uh, gets you there a lot quicker. So it sounds like uh, focusing on meeting the needs of each other will, uh, like any good relationship, will, uh, will tend to take care of itself, right? You yep. got it. And even in creating the presentation, we... Uh, created it separately so that I would represent the project managers, he would represent the developers, slapped it together and just rolled with it. So. so what are some of the behaviors that you see on the PM side that emerge on an Agile team or in, during an Agile project that uh, that are hard for the devs to comprehend? You want to take that? Um, I, I think uh, there's a lot of things that center around um, tracking where things are going. Um, you know, We get into the the age-old argument about estimates. Uh, you know, project managers are very concerned about that. Developers tend to, eh, I don't really care. Right. Um, and trying to, to bridge where do those things, um, you know, why do you need that information, communicating that to me, me trying to do the best I can to give you something that's accurate um, or at least truthful, um, accurate sometimes tough numerically we gave a, if we gave this session at the pmi conference here locally in columbus uh very different temperature in the room sure uh you had 300 waterfallologists whatever you would call them uh and so as we were talking through estimation uh someone raised their hand and said well i just think all developers need to go to estimation school and that was his mindset. And I think that that illustrates a lot of where project managers, especially the more quote-unquote old-school project managers, come from. Of These guys need to estimate better. And, <laughs> and so, I mean, that, that gets us into some of the issues that we found. Yeah, as, let's send the developers to es estimation school. Let's send the PMs to developer school. Let's have them all get CS degrees and we'll all just do each other's job. And, and then it'll we'll be, be great. fine. Everything will be much better, right? So there are, <laughs> there are some good things around estimates, though, that um, the people paying the bills often want to know when they're going to get their stuff. And so what we have found 
you know, even though developers dislike estimation, and I, being a Java developer for a number of years prior before moving into other areas, relate. You know, mm-hmm. estimation is not a fun part of our job, but the people need to know what they're getting, when they're getting it, how much is it going to cost. And if we're not meeting that need in another way, it's back to the meeting the needs and having empathy for, for the information needed, we are going to get the pushback. So when you have that estimation conversation with the developer, um, you know, what are the things that you talk about? What do you tell them that, that, have, that helps bridge that gap and helps them understand who's paying for what? This, from a project management standpoint, I think that if I could highlight one thing that we talk about, it would be this. It's that no matter the conversation, provide that context. I think that what project managers are guilty of is they arrive at a developer's desk or in the cube and they say, how much done are you? Give me a percent. And they hear it and then they walk away Um, without telling them where that information's going, why they're asking the questions that they're asking, just virtually no context. And imagine that you're in a developer's shoes trying to answer that kind of question. It's impossible. And so I think that what we urge in our session is to provide that context. If you're going to ask for progress three months before, you should have said, in three months, I'm going to be asking for progress. This is why. This is where that answer is going to go. This is how you can see where that is communicated. Uh, And this is how we'll do it in a fair way. Yeah, I think that's important to set Basically, you're, you're, you're setting expectations uh, up front and you're being open about the, what you're going to need down the road. And, and that's uh, very critical to, I think, getting acceptance to practices that we dislike, right? At least we know what's Absolutely. coming and, and, it, and it's needed. But I think once you get, once you lay out the story, right, the, that we need this estimate and this is why we need it and this is when we're going to need it, it is much easier for the developers to swallow. Yeah. I think the, you know, part of the empathy then is, you know, the PM considering why doesn't the developer want to give an estimate, right? And there's a lot of, lot of things there, right? It's the, the carrot and the stick. Mm-hmm. You know, is this estimate going to turn into a baseball bat and hit me right upside the head? Um, is this estimate, am I able to give an honest one? Do I know enough about the domain, the, the, the problem, the complexity to actually give an estimate? Um, you know, who's going to see this estimate? Is this going to be on my annual review if I was off by, <laughs> by an order of magnitude? Or, you know, what's the, what is the consequence? And so what, what I find, aside from empathy, is typically trust. Mm-hmm. If there is a trusting relationship between the two, the two roles, the two people, uh, these tend to go better. Is that your experience as well? It's certainly mine, and I think that uh, the two coincide. I think that if you... If you're not in a position where you trust yet, if you start from a position of empathy, you build that trust a lot quicker than if you go in playing the role of capital M project manager that's going to be doing those reviews later. Right. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, more with Justin and Brian on how project managers can fit on agile teams. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a conference that gives you customized learning options to explore Agile and beyond? Attend Agile Dev East, the premier event covering the latest techniques and topics, no matter your level of Agile adoption, this November 13th through the 18th in Orlando, Florida. Get Agile Tester, Safe Agilist, or IC Agile certified with pre-conference training classes and gain full access to the veteran keynote speakers, in-depth tutorials, 
topical-driven concurrent sessions, networking events, and more. As an added bonus, Agile Dev East is co-located with the Better Software and DevOps East conferences. Your one registration automatically gives you access to all three programs. Explore the program at adceast.techwell.com. Agile for Humans listeners can use Agile 16 to receive $200 off their conference registration fee. Register by October 14th, early bird deadline for a combined savings of up to $400 off at adceast.techwell.com. So you guys have taken this talk, and I, I think uh, prior to our discussion here, there was the hints of a book. So what are you guys up to You know, taking this message into the printed world? So we are currently enjoying sleepless nights of book writing excellent uh so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna estimate a date for when it's going to be done, done yet. but i need to know <laughs> yeah uh so let me throw out that we're 74 percent complete with, with the done uh, with the book how's that now how much of that is margin and how much of that <laughs> no comment yep. so uh so yeah we did give this uh, presentation last fall at a couple of conferences uh much to our surprise and pleasantly it's it's taken off and we've had the opportunity to do it for companies and, and other conferences and along the way uh, we were asked to turn it into a book and so we've gone through that process I would say we're um, really coming down the home stretch knock on wood uh, and it's exciting because we've partnered with our consulting firm Axia Consulting and they have uh, promised to front the first uh, I don't want to quote a number yet, but they'll front the first uh, couple hundred books uh, so that we can give those away for free. Excellent. And so for your listeners, just to, to plug that, if they email Perfect Strangers, that's the name of the book and the presentation, so perfectstrangers at axiaconsulting.net, A-X-I-A consulting.net, uh, they reach out, say, heard the podcast, saw the presentation, would love a book, and as soon as it's ready, we'll get one on your hands. Well, that's great. Really appreciate you doing that. We'll uh, we'll make sure to get that in the show notes. And great. anyone listening, if you send a message to that uh, email address, it sounds like you're going to be in line to get a, a copy of this. Absolutely. Perfect Strangers. It's a great title for discussing the, the relationship <laughs> between PMs and developers and and uh, how to make, uh, hopefully, how to make that relationship better. Seems like, uh, you know, any marriage counseling or advice book you pick up fits the bill as well. So I'm interested in seeing the similarities between the two and and how you uh, you go about it, you know. If you had uh, like the big tip, you know, the thing that um, that has brought you know you as a PM and you Justin as a PM and um, you Brian as a as a developer together and, and helped you work together because you guys are coming at this book from different perspectives. Absolutely. Yep. So are you guys having to check in with each other regularly and and bounce ideas? You know, what is it that is allowing you to collaborate effectively and get your viewpoints? Uh, together into into one text. So from my perspective, I, I think that it's that we have uh, trust built on friendship. Um, we've known each other 10 years, so we are perfectly capable of sitting across from each other and say, what is with these developers? What is with these project managers? And so when we've approached the presentation and now the book, we've purposefully fenced ourselves off a little bit and said, go write your section so that it's open and honest from where I sit as a project manager and where Brian is as a developer. And then uh, we've had check-ins to you know, make sure that this all plays well nicely or plays nicely together. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's that level of trust and just as where we're talking about with a team, you need to build that trust. We do the same thing as we've been presenting. And I think there's a, an element of um, 
again, building off of that trust where we, um, because we're making fun of each other a little bit, where mm-hmm. we have to um, be okay with that, be comfortable with some of the things that he's saying about me and that I'm saying about him uh, that might hurt a little bit um, <laughs> if we, we don't back up and look at it objectively. Sure. So I saw, uh, you know, part of your presentation, you guys are going through a stand-up exercise, and I'm, I'm curious if you could tell our listeners a little bit about it. It seemed like our, your audience was having a lot of fun with it, that uh, it was enlightening, to say the least. So from a stand-up perspective, what do you see as far as the developer versus the PM and, and how some of those go? So from a, one of the things we do in our presentation is confess your sins. And uh, we walk through some of the stereotypes and then we say, cleanse yourself. Let's talk about what you may be guilty of. And I certainly think that project managers go into a standup as well-educated as we may be in the agile world. There's still something in the back of our mind that craves a status meeting for our status report. Sure. And so we facilitate and ask questions that lead you to that status meeting feel. And so I think that that's one of the things we need to break out of. Yeah, and I think from the developer side, there's, um, and it's not everywhere, but there's certainly a tendency to not contribute or contribute as little as possible. Um, maybe not calling out something that looks like it's going to be a blocker as quickly as you should um, we had because a, of some fear <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, that there's going to be retribution for that. We had a great exercise in the room today where we said, okay, you're here. It was a group of largely scrum masters, project managers. We said, you're here. Did your stand-up happen this morning? Mm-hmm. A third of the room said that their stand-up did not happen. That as self-organized as they are, and as much as we're at a Path to Agility conference, a third of the teams did not have a stand-up today because their project manager didn't corral them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really enlightening. Oh, it's a huge point. It's one of those that uh, they're clearly not getting the value out of it. They're not yeah, executing yes. it correctly. And, and that should actually be a huge learning moment for the third of the people who said something that, that they their team didn't have it. so If they take it that way. If they take right. it as a learning moment for themselves and not that they need to be there with the stick. Exactly. Yeah. I guess there's multiple lessons <laughs> yeah. you could take from it, right? <laughs> well, guys, wish you a huge amount of luck and hope you, the, the book is successful. Thank you. I'm really you. looking forward to reading it. I'll make sure to get my uh, email address in there. And as soon as uh, the book comes out, we'll get you back on, talk about how things are going and uh, really deep dive some of the topics. So that'd be great. I really appreciate you joining me here at the Path to Agility Conference here at the at the you gotta say the, the Ohio State, State University. University. Yeah, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the conference. Great. Right. Likewise. Thanks. Right. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Ryan Ripley here. This was a fun podcast. I really enjoy conversations that bring project managers, developers, and everyone else together. And that's really what the Agile community and the Agile. Uh, manifesto was all about. Let's bring people together. Let's develop great software. It reminds me of many of the things that I've seen at Agile Dev East. It's a great conference that brings CIOs, business analysts, developers, scrum masters, project managers, so many different types of roles and people together to collaboratively talk about how we can develop and deliver software better. I hope to see many of you out there I would love to meet as many Agile for Humans listeners as possible. Don't forget to use Agile 16 when you sign up at adceast.techwell.com. It's a great savings for a great conference. And again, can't wait to see uh, all of you out there in Orlando, November 13th through the 18th. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Agile for Humans. Let's keep the conversation going. Drop us a question on Twitter at Agile for Humans 
or visit agileforhumans.com. <laughs>